Coming up here in the Circle Debate Podcast, we are back in action, and I'm hoping everyone enjoyed their New Year's vacation. And it is Friday, and you know what that means. That means that we are back. That is right. As we're going to go ahead and discuss of what happened in New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 15, we're going to give our thoughts about it. Also, uh, day one of New Year's Bash of AEW Dynamite, Pro Wrestling News, the NXT the results of Evo New Year's, and much more. So and before we actually begin the episode, we want to go ahead and wish a happy birthday to our brother from another mother, from the League of Extraordinary Podcasts. They uh, they give the people what they want, but that's from the Dirty Hills Podcast, and then it's our brother, Kofi Winston. So we salute to you, our brother. Happy birthday. And much, much more. Cheers, brother. I got a little bit of the bubbly here for you. A little bit of the bubbly. There you go. Yeah, right there. It's the carbonation right there. So get ready as episode 36 starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Circle of the Main Podcast, episode number 36, 36, 36, wow, 36 episodes in, and we're kicking off the year 2021 with a bang, with a little bit of the bubbly, that's right, show them that, that's right, a little bit of the bubbly, that is right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, it's the devious one, Ivan C, here with my brothers from another mother's, and my family, of course, that is... He is a Mad Hatter. He is a Carbonation Cabron. He just came back from vacation from, uh, I believe, uh, Costa Rica, the Bahamas, the Caribbean. I gotta is... say, Don Callis has his, his invisible hand watching over all of us. You know, <laughs> like always. You know who he is. A god amongst insects. You gotta listen to that pod, the new Jericho podcast with Kenny and Don on it. It's so unintentionally funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gods amongst insects. You know? <laughs> oh, I, I need to see that. I need to hear it definitely. But yes, and that's also he is a Don Callis guy. That's the man himself, Mr. Ed G C. Matthew Steve. Welcome back. I know you took your Caribbean uh, trip, so I'm pretty sure you had a great time. So now he is no longer this individual anymore, ladies and gentlemen. It's a fresh new year. So <clears throat> let me go ahead and introduce this in this individual he is a multi-time recording artist a graduate from cal state dominguez hills the 2018 la karaoke champion he lives in 1977 miles from winnipeg manitoba canada he's the master of disaster the king of sting the man with the plan and that is Money, Mike Lopez. That's right. 2021, we are here. We survived 2020. Let's get going. We're off to a, a right start. Here we go. That is right. I mean, you heard it right. And he lives thousands of miles from North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> damn I'm right. Best damn intro in the business, in the podcast business. That's right. That is Mr. Money Mike, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's go ahead and get this kicked off, gentlemen. Wrestle Kingdom 15, New Japan. Wow. I'm oh. out of words. I'm out of words. So, Mr. Steamboat, give us your thoughts about Wrestle Kingdom 15, day one and day two. Who stole the show and which one was... You know, what was your reaction about the result of it? The two biggest things to say about it is that they created, they have a, a, a record that they made. Jay White and Ibushi, you know, you got to know about this, Mike. This is the longest match, I don't know, in in, in New Japan history or just uh, Tokyo Dome history. 48 minutes, 48 minutes 
Kota Ibushi versus Jay White, and they didn't keep and they, and it wasn't at all boring the whole time. They kept the action going. You know, you know. Of course, we could cuss on here. Jay White just ramming Ibushi into the rails with four, three or four different fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> like throwing Ibushi into the rails and just loud as loud as he can scream fuck you at Kota Ibushi while throwing him into the rails. Um, other uh, and then Kota Ibushi, like you said, he has become God and now he's in God mode. He's just like like now that I got the titles, I am now God. Like that's. I love hearing cocky promos. Other than that, uh, Okada versus Will Ospreay. Everybody, Will Ospreay's been the talk of the toast of, of the world of wrestling for a while. He could do all these flips. He could do all these impressive moves. You know, but they, but people used to say, oh, but he's not great at promos or he's not that good at promos. People used to say, now he's at the best at everything now. He's got a powerful physique, bigger physique. He could cut promos. He's a solid heel. And this match was a little bit of the psychology, the action. It's got everything. You know, the Commonwealth Kingpin, Kingpin, not unlike Ric Flair. So Will Ospreay, he's got it all nowadays. And and oh, Ishimori versus Ishimori versus uh, Hiromu Takahashi. That was that was not that definitely wasn't a walk in the park for either of them. Those guys, th those bodies are are tore up. You're you're muted. I, you're you're. I agree with you 100. Definitely. Um, one thing for sure though, you got to give it up to these two gentlemen. To these two gentlemen, first of all, Kota Ibushi and Hiromu Takashi, because wrestling two nights, two incredible matches they had. Night one and night two, still wrestling. You know, giving the best performance, putting by you know by far one of the greatest matches of the year could have possibly happened. You'd never know. What do you guys think about this for storytelling, though? That wrestling two nights in a row, a babyface getting... I think that gives a babyface more sympathy from the crowd when you put him up against the heels from the same faction two nights in a row. It's like, wow, he's softening him up for his for another guy from the same faction. He has a disadvantage. Because, you know, Hiromu had to fight two people from the Bullet Club two nights in a row. And say, and then, as for as for Ibushi, he had to face Naito. Naito's not in the Bullet Club, but he still had still softened up for Jay White. And he thought, Jay White thought it was going to be a walk in the park. Definitely, no, yeah. It was not. It wasn't. It was a great match between them two as well. Even though Naito lost, you're our boy, but we love you, Naito, but it is what it is. Um, but, uh, I mean... Overall, I gotta give it to all of the talent, everyone who put a phenomenal fucking pay per view. I think this is gonna be one of the most uh, mem memorable pay per view of 2021. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be the one, the best pay per view of the year uh, for 2021. We have to wait and see. We don't know yet. Yeah, it's the first pay per view, so we don't know yet. Naito. I mean, I. As for Naito, Tanahashi, Okada, like a lot of them, I think the belt that you could put bring to them. That they could feud feud over if you don't bring back that intercontinental title, as as another belt is that they could use that U.S. belt because the fact that Tanahashi was kind of in that picture for a little bit, competing for that U.S. suitcase, you know, title contract, that means <clears throat> that means you know Kenta, you know, it'll be it'll be like Kenta, Tanahashi, Okada, Naito, all in that U.S. title picture. Yeah, and and let's not forget Naito. John Moxley beat Tetsuya Naito in the G1, like in 2019. Yes. So Naito needs Naito needs a little payback. He's no. not gonna. He ain't gonna let it slide. No, but <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I mean, we're already seeing upcoming uh, future feuds already with New Japan. But before I move with that, I wanted to say right quick, in that overall pay per view, there was a match that people are not talking about with Shia, and that is Shingo Takagi versus Jeff Cobb. That mm, match was fucking brutal. incredible. Brutal grudge match. and Big guys. And what I mean by brutal, it was fucking insane. You see Sh Shingo taking all those power moves of Jeff Cobbs. And Je oh, my God. It's if, if you haven't watched it, ladies and gentlemen, go back and watch that match especially. Mm -hmm. I think that one was the more hidden one besides being Okada and Will Ospreay and Kodebushi and Jay mm -hmm. White. 
Jab Cobb mean, has like 30 or 40 pounds on Shingo Takagi. And if you, in case you guys forgot about Jeff Cobb, he was on AEW Dynamite giving John Moxley a tour of the islands. Yes. <laughs> that exactly. tour, I love, I love the name of his finisher. It's like he, he puts you in a spinning body slam. That's the tour of the islands. That's the tour of the islands. I love it too. Um, but most definitely, I'd also want to give credit where credit's due. We forgot is as well to the all the female talent from stardom. Mm-hmm. Finally, finally they made they made history for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, to allow New Japan allowing female stars to compete in their platform in especially one of the biggest pay-per-views of all Japan for New Tam Japan. Tam Nakano. Tam mm-hmm. Nakano. Her, and, uh, her, mat, her kung fu kicks. She's yeah. got a whole Chinese gimmick. They're having their own kind of women's revolution. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's about time that New Japan is allowing now women to be competing in their promotion so we're hoping we see that throughout this you know later on throughout the year of 2021 hopefully things will change because obviously japan has their own tradition of male it's only male only promotion and female have their own female only promotion like stardom does or shimmer uh but i'm i'm glad i'm happy that they took that they took the opportunity took the ball and ran with it and pretty much show the New Japan crowd, something different because they needed to see that. They needed to see women to be involved in in New Japan, first of all. So I'm looking forward for the future for them. And that's the most definitely. Uh, now, after the post-credits, we did see Jay White. He did have his last match, which was yesterday, uh, the New Year's Dash, which we're going to have upcoming feuds. My boy, Sonata! Sonata! That's right. He's now Cold he de- Skull. Cold Skull Sonata. He finally actually defeated Evil on uh, day two of Wrestling 15. Now getting his opportunity once again for the IWGP heavyweight and Intercontinental against feuding with Kota Ibushi, who's now the god of New Japan. I'm looking forward for that feud between them. Uh, don't remind you, ladies and gentlemen, if you watched, go back to the G1 and watch the finals between them two. They stole the show between uh, Sonata and Kota Ibushi. So it's a rivalry there. Unfinished business is not over yet. And also we have Shingo, who's now going to be feuding with Tanahashi for the Never never Open Weight Championship. I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's going to be something that we haven't seen Tanahashi go for that belt. Not that, not, not my Let's record. elevate it. Elevate these belts. And that, you know what? And with that Shingo and Jeff Cobb match, it did elevate it. I'm going to tell you that right now. That Never, weight, that never Open Weight Championship became something now. Became more irrelevant. Than the rest of the championship. More relevant, yeah. And I'm ha- and I'm glad that it is. It's getting his recognition where it needs to be given, since it was created in New Japan. So I'm looking forward to seeing those those feuds coming up, and also show show Nazareth if you would Hiromu for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. I'm looking forward to seeing Show. Uh, he he deserves it first of all. Show has been in Japan for uh, quite some time in New Japan, and I think it's about time for him to step into the you know singles comp- competition. And go for that, you know, for the about time going for the main championship, especially for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight. I mean, do you agree with that, Mister Steamboat? What do you think? It's it's like we're you know both a positive and a negative. We're getting a really he just has to develop his character a little bit, get a little bit more individuality in. But we could clearly see out of Show and Yo who the Shawn Michaels is and who the Marty Jannetty is in this situation. I definitely agree with that. You put an re- analogy right correctly right there. Brother. Yeah, Yo. I mean, Yo could Yo could easily hustle into his own position, into his own character. But you know, then again, it's too. It's also too, a little bit too soon to say. You know, and then of course the never open weight title. We had Minoru Suzuki holding that title for a bit. And that's like a top-level competitor as well, and he's he's also put elevated that belt. I think I think that's kind of the great thing is to elevate that belt up more now that inter, that that the Intercontinental title is out of the picture. Definitely, I agree. I just want to make this reference right quick. Now the whole Bullet Club is running the whole promotion. Now you have the Golden Elite. Kota Ibushi was part of the Elite, Golden Elite. The Gorilla Vs. Destinies, you know, G, you know, God, they. Regained the tag team championships. Now you have Kenny Omega, the AEW champion, the heavyweight champion. Finn Balor, the NXT champion. The Young Bucks, AEW tag team champion. Good the Good Brothers, Brothers Impact. Impact. Mr. Hero, what's going on here? What are we seeing here? We're seeing the Bullet Club, the OG Bullet Club, and the new Bullet Club, which I would include uh, Cody Bushi because he was part of after. The Golden Elite, yeah. Golden Elite. I mean, shit. What do you feel? I mean, what are your thoughts about this? 
Uh, this kind of reminds me of the click, but times two, I feel, because, you know, this is worldwide. This is not in the, just in the United States. Uh, congratulations to everybody there, you know, to all the members. And I'm sure they're all, you know, uh, proud of each other's accomplishments and, you know, well, my belt means more, no, mine means more or stuff like that. Or, you know, it, it's all, it's all good. Um, I really, and then this goes into the whole crossover situation. Uh, you know, Ripple Mania happened a month ago, and for me, watching that that event and seeing people that I recognize from Wednesday nights, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm introduced to new characters here in uh, Triple Mania, and now, conversely, also. Uh, I would be introduced to new characters in, in New Japan, and you know, because I had only been watching WWE, so now I look forward to getting to know the Bullet Club members that I haven't known yet. So, it's so much good. wrestling to be excited about, and so many new people to find out about. Yeah, definitely. Um, I agree with that 100. Um, percent There we go. So yeah, um, definitely. I cannot wait. And shit, it's gonna be talked about forever. I mean, this is like how you said, Mike. It's a click 2.0. So, man, just to see, you know, it's everywhere. You know, like it's it, how you said it's all over the world. The only right? thing, the only thing that kind of sucks about it is that they can't be recognized as Bullet Club everywhere because of you know copyright or trademark or whatever. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's kind of a shame that Bullet Club officially cannot rule the world. You know what I'm saying? So, mm, okay. You know. Definitely. I agree. But now, you know, like, I think they're kind of bringing that kind of back. They kind of want to, like, doing, you know, the, we saw it, but which we're going to go and jump in right now, which is go ahead and jump into AEW Dynamite. Uh, so now, which, you know, New Year's, you know, New Year's uh, bash day one. Was incredible. I'm telling you that right now. I love it. Um, obviously, we're not gonna go ahead and, ladies and gentlemen, not gonna speak about uh, speak about Brody Lee. Uh, we already that's already been in the past. We're moving forward with that. But yes, it is Friday, and you know what that means. So that's for sure. So that's to our leader, to our exalted one. We miss you. We love you. Dark water, baby, all day. That's right. And but yes, day one was incredible. Love it. The opening match, SCU, Young Bucks, the acclaimed TH2. Uh, a phenomenal, incredible match. Exactly. Preaching. Take floor is yours, Mike. Yes. Uh, can I just say that I like the acclaimed? They're, okay, sure. John Cena, this and that, you know. Uh, I agree. I love the acclaimed. Yeah, they're great. High they're, five, man. They're the real deal. Yeah, exactly. They, they even went ahead and said John Cena's name on AEW Dynamite. And I, I was there thinking to myself, like, would they get sued for this? But no, because John Cena is a celebrity outside of WWE now. It's like if they mentioned Dwayne Johnson or The Rock. Yep. So That's his like, real first and last name. Yeah. yeah. I feel it's fair game at this point. Uh, and 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 what a way to use that his name. You know what I'm saying? Like, they used it in a rap something that he himself did years ago uh and i like that it's different in the way of them adding a beat to the to the to their rhymes i guess you could say it's their uh, entrance theme too yes and then uh you know it's a it's a cool catchy catchy beat you know and he can he can rap this guy can i mean i'm no rap expert but he, he sounds like he knows you know what he's doing it sounds good uh and they can wrestle which is you you can't you can't have all that other stuff and not wrestle. These guys can go in the ring. These guys can perform, and that's great. So I, I'm starting to become an acclaimed fan. Uh, I, I, I like their work, and this match was no different. Um, exciting way to, to get the night started, definitely. That's right. Do you agree with that, Mr. Steamboat? Now I got I to gotta say the acclaimed are, are soon to be like a top – heel team you know they're gonna they're gonna be up there it was heel or babyface i think they work you know i think the only thing is i kind of want to see the other guy who doesn't rap get like even though he cuts a pretty good promo 
him to kind of get on get in on it a little bit more or kind of do like the hype man thing or beatbox or something you know because it, it seems kind of off when he's like you know just enunciating straight and just kind of doing more of like a non-hip-hop thing you know whether it's like nerdy or whatever he's got going on but you know i kind of want him to be a little bit more with it with with the other guy you mm. can do like the new age outlaws where you know jesse james or uh you know road dog uh he's doing the rap or whatever and then uh mr ass only only has to say oh and we got two words for you and that's it yeah there you go he could that's he true. could he could spin it off it's like if you like that say yeah like yeah you know, say yeah yeah that's what wrestling is all about that audience participation yeah that's right tony khan you heard it first you heard it here first call us we have ideas we have good shit good shit <laughs> and uh but and then after that we did see the young bucks challenge i mean the SCU challenging the Young Bucks for those tag belts. I'm looking forward to seeing that. We haven't seen that match as of yet. If I don't, if I don't you know, I don't recall that. Uh, but if, if I'm wrong, correct me. Um, another match that really got some, like, what the, what's up with that? What happened? <laughs> uh, Jake Hager gets pinned by Warlow? New talent. Golf club. Um, I, I, I have to say it. I'm I putting over new talent. F10. F Wow. I mean, yeah. Easy. Definitely. Uh, it was a good grudge match. It was a good heavy, like, it was a good heavyweight match. You could see that. Uh, and like how you said, yeah, uh, Jake Hager put him over. And this was, this was the biggest win for Wardlow's career, in my opinion. And I'm glad that he got that win. But I, I, I got to give it to both of these gentlemen to put up a, a great grudge match. That, and, uh, and the way how they told the story weeks before and then how it developed in the ring. I loved it. So, I mean, I had nothing bad to say about it. So, your thoughts, Mr. Steamboat, back to you. Wardlow, Wardlow getting that win. Like, we get, we can't forget Jake Hager is a former ECW World Heavyweight Champion. Did he did he hold other World uh, Heavyweight? Former World Heavyweight Champion as well? Yes, yes. So, to pin Jake Hager, you, if you pin a former World Heavyweight Champion, that's – you know that's a that's a bit like like the way Jr. put over Jeff Hardy against Undertaker. I'll keep bringing that back up. It's like if you win that belt, you make yourself immortal. That's how much importance they used to put on those belts. Like make yourself immortal, kid. Get that belt. Like you you raise that value. You know. So just uh, raising the value of Jake. I mean, J I mean Wardlow was in that match with uh with with Cody last year. So we still have. We still have more, you know, other titles that he's that we got to see him, you know, come yet. Like more, more. Like we've only just started to see Wardlow, you know. So I agree. Do you agree with that, Money Mike? That's right. Um, yeah, it, it's it's this this whole. Uh, for example, winning a world title is like winning an Academy Award that stays with you forever, and you get to say, "Hey, I was I, former." world heavyweight champion you know it, it it's it shouldn't and it i in my opinion it's not taken lightly uh and man big props to to jake hager there uh for you know giving or putting over wardlow because wardlow he 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 definitely has it i would say he he's he's getting better at the mic he's you know he's there uh, and uh, he's got good ring skills. That F10, that I, that honestly, that that impressed me. Um, you know, it, it like I said, it, it didn't look easy to do, especially on a big guy. And you know, I know that for example, Matt, he's wa been wanting to have more heavyweight bouts. You know, big guy versus big guy, right? And this was it. Uh, and yeah, I mean, what I liked was that the inner circle did not get involved. They did not pick. You know, they just let these guys duke it out right uh and you know it was great it was great tv and let's see how it goes from here are they yep. gonna st still keep looking at each other's eyes all the time or <laughs> you is this peace now so we'll see. i, I kind of want to say one last thing about like big guy versus big guy kevin nash said before that he usually didn't like working with big guys because he said it's like two abrams tanks running into each other you know because they're so big but if you have two big guys with different styles that know how to like mesh them together, like when it was Undertaker versus Kevin Nash, 
you know, we could see like Wardlow and Jake Hager have different styles, so they can make it vary. You know, yeah. if there's too much of the same move set, or there's too much of this or that, you know, or somebody doesn't know how to be dramatic, or you know, there's so many other levels to this, you know. Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre. <laughs> oh, I, I, we'll, we'll get, get to that. It to, we'll get to that. I just, uh... <laughs> okay, right. I will get into that later on. But yes, uh, with you on that, I'm looking forward to Wardlow's future. This this loss did not affect Jake Hager at all. I'm glad that he actually put over Wardlow. So I'm looking forward to seeing how you guys said it is going to be a trilogy or what's you know what's going to happen with this. So I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, the outcome of inner circles, especially. We don't know what, what's going to happen with them in the future. Uh, another surprise guest that we did had on Dynamite was Snoop Dogg. Uh, after the match of Cody and Matt Sydal. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a frog splash, right? Or <laughs> I need to make that a gift behind me. I it think, was yeah. Elbow knee drop. Elbow knee drop. <laughs> Double knee drop or what was it? Double knee drop. Oh, my God. But then, then Snoop's ass just went up in the air as he landed. He's just like, oop, here's my booty. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, so- like I sent it to my brother, and my brother's like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so for those, for those who don't know, Snoop Dogg lives like six or seven miles away from me in a, a, in a gated community across the street from a Korean market. So I felt like I, need, I should have went over to his house and showed him how to do a frog splash onto his bed just be like it's like this you know <laughs> so but you know i love you snoop but you don't belong in the ring bro don't do some <laughs> shit like that, man. you're embarrassing yourself what's wrong with you like, don't do that even no. if even his cousins like um sasha banks was like um we need some work here <laughs> i'll be honest if i was in snoop dogg's shoes i would have done the exact same yeah. thing I would have gone. I would have. Clapped. Mike, you would have done a better frog splash. Who knows? Maybe or worse. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but the point is that for me, once he reached the top rope and was balanced up there, I was like, okay, cool. That's what it. You know, it's downhill from here, but it, that's fine. <laughs> I really thought that he was gonna fall. Like you know, we've seen Matt Seidel fall from the top rope. And that's we, a veteran. That's a veteran, that's a veteran too. and that's his signature move. And we hit, we hit, and in from the same corner, exact same corner, we see Snoop Dogg reach the top rope, do a frog splash or whatever it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, massive props to Snoop Dogg on that. For me, you know, if it's a one and done, cool, whatever. I hope you had fun. You know, that, let I'm, that I- be it. So. I make the joke that Snoop Dogg pulled a Rick Rude because he was on a commercial on NXT <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> and, and while we're on the subject of Snoop Dogg, I, I really enjoyed that backstage segment between uh, Matt Hardy, Private Party, and Snoop Dogg. You know, Snoop barely said a thing, but <laughs> and, and 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 oh yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna bring the juice, and then out comes the the juice, and it's. Snoop Dogg, you know, gin and juice. Uh, that was a cool moment for me. I loved it, yep. I love that segment. That was awesome. That the bottle of gin there. Where's the juice at? And Snoop, yep. Oh, my God. And I love that sweater he was wearing, the, you know, the gin and juice album. Like, oh, love it. Love it. The cover. I love Not it. The juice. Hell, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I'll give credit. I'll give props to Snoop. I know he did it. I'm not hating. Just saying that. Uh, he he could have done something different. I mean, at least a clothesline or an elbow drop. I know something, but not a box. Hey, you, you know, two great things come from Long Beach. We got Snoop Dogg and we got the New Japan. We got the New Japan Dojo over there. So you know, maybe Snoop Dogg could pay that play, pay that place a visit, and maybe he could bring Sai from Gangnam Style with him since he's in a music. <laughs> he's in a music video with Sai, and he's also in a music video with Corey Feldman. Like, Snoop Dogg goes anywhere. <laughs> he seriously goes anywhere. Oh, you know. and one, one more note to, you know, for, for this is it for me on this topic. Snoop Dogg, just think about this. Snoop Dogg is the very first WWE Hall of Famer to get a win in AEW. <laughs> I forgot about that. He, yeah, he did pin some Pentagon and they counted it one, two, three. 
Oh my god! <laughs> and they rang the bell too. And he is the first person to be in a like a celebrity that I mean that I've known and has been in WWE for the longest has gone and all a hall of and a hall of fame to go to AEW. For some reason, I know. I know. Papa Vinny's not happy about it. I know he's not happy about it. But too bad, Vinny. You're fucking up. You're hey, Vinny, fucking you gotta, up. He needs to give Vinny just a little bit of over and oh down. Oh my god, he needs that. He needs some of that. And some soju from, from the Korean market down the street from our houses. You know where it is, Vince. Give us a call. Me and Snoop will take you to the Super H Mart. Get some, right. get some Korean. Se habla español, okay? Yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> you know where it is. Come to Diamond Bar. Let's Take your that. helicopter. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and then after that, we did see the AEW Women's Championship on the line. It was Hikaru Shida defeating Abaddon. It was not a great match. It still needed a little bit more. It was had ups and downs. Um, I know this is just the beginning uh, for Abaddon. I'm hoping that this match kind of helped her in a way and also helped Hikaru as well. And hopefully it develops more into uh, a trilogy in that one because I, I, I expected better. I'm not hating on, uh, on women's, like, no pun intended. It just, I wish it was, it was given more, more time for them to work on, you know, to put a, a better, better quality, in my opinion. I give it four, I give it three and a half beers out of five beers. That's what I give it. But um, I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to seeing other challengers to challenge uh, Hikaru Shida after she's done feuding with Abaddon. I need, we need to see Anna Jay. Anna Jay, damn it. We want Anna Jay to go for that AEW Women's Champion. She deserves to win it. And I would love to see her win it. And if her feuding with her best friend, Tay Conti, that would be something to see. Something new, something fresh. I'm not saying that Hikaru is not the best, but, you know, something something different. We need to, we need to develop and ele elevate that women's roster. So do you guys agree, Money Mike? Your thoughts about that? Yeah. Um, uh, so it's two and zero, oh, or no, actually, uh, Abaddon is zero and two with uh, Hikaru. So you know, as far as a trilogy, I feel like it's gonna take a bit for to to get to that third match. And honestly, I feel like it's kind of unfortunate how the the match ended. It's so cleanly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess they were running out of time or, you know, there was a lot of other stuff going on on, on the show. It was a big show. It was, there's a lot, there was a lot of stuff that happened. Uh, so, you know, I feel like uh, Abaddon has been kind of shortchanged on this, on this one. And, um, but I know that honestly, I would have really liked for Abaddon to start talking more, uh, more kind of like, Maybe not like fiend status where she's one person and then the other, but more you know more talking. I feel like more character development uh, is needed for her for her at this point. Mm. Uh, you know, so we could get to know you know what she's about, what's her motivation. You know, in any good story, you know the motivation of the characters. Uh, is it the t the title itself? Is it you know revenge or or you know or something? Right. Yeah. So there's got to be that. Yeah. No, um, I agree. And, uh, you know, for the title itself, yes, I do think it's time to get it off of uh, Hikaru Shida. Uh, but I feel the, the only person, the only right answer is Britt Baker. That's it. That's the mm, only Yep. You're right about that. She's up for, yep, definitely. That she's another one that it's about her time to get. Now it's her time now. It's her turn. Uh, she was the first AW to, uh, signee as a woman. In the women's roster, so I think you're right, absolutely right. I think it's about her time that she gets that belt and ever, you know, elevated. What you know, I'm not saying that he kind of is not doing that, but I think it needs some uh, a heel uh, women's wrestler to finally take over that position. Yeah. And Hikaru doesn't Hikaru doesn't really cut that fun of promos. It's just kind of like the same old like sports straight ahead baby face. Like I'll be the best. I want to fight the best. And no, 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 But that's kind of why. I won't shut up about Maki Ito because she's like, like, and and I won't shut up about her until I finally see her there. And I know we're not going to see that until this pandemic's over. Yep. Or you know, we we need all those Tokyo jo Tokyo Joshi Pro wrestlers because we've had them before. Brit, if we forgot, so Maki Ito, one of her biggest rivals in Japan, is. Um, <laughs> Thunder. Well, Th Thunder Rosa, but the other one is. Um, 
The other one, one is the person whose teeth Britt Baker broke, Yuka Sakazaki. Mm. Britt, ba Britt Baker had Yuka Sakazaki bite the rope and broke her teeth and made her bleed from the mouth yeah. on an episode. Probably she fixed her teeth too, no? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yuka Sakazaki is looking – they call her the bunny or something like that. She's like she's like the – something like the magic bunny or something like that over in Tokyo Joshi Pro. And she's she's pretty fun, but she doesn't – I haven't seen enough of her promo cutting yet. So it was like – I see I – and then I want to see Aha Kong come back. She's oh another God. person. I would love to see her and Nyla. Nyla Rose. Yeah. That, that match needs to happen. Yeah. I would, I would love to see that. Or as the joke I used to make, Aha Kong versus Awesome Kong again in Hong Kong with special guest referee Radon Chong. <laughs> hey, Hong Kong, let's raise up the women in Hong Kong. Let's raise up Radon Chong. She's a great woman. Right. Great women in Hong Kong. Like, like it may be a joke, but it's also pretty, it's catchy. And, you know, we lift these great women up. So. That's right. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, I want to go back to what Mike said about having Abbott on the speak. You could have her just hold the mic and just you can hear someone on the speakers speaking for her not speaking. You get me like a like a like like a like a mind like a, a mind speaking my mind voice, but she's yeah. not speaking, she's not moving her lips. She's just like holding it and someone speaking for her. You get me? That'll be something to add on. Like, like hell, Michael Saka, Michael Nakazawa could do it. He's not really. I, we haven't seen him on AW TV regularly. Like he's on, too, he's on like dark. He's comedic for that kind of a role. With yeah. Him. Yeah, maybe he could he could switch it up some somehow. We could get some Japanese guy, maybe Shima, somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody to get yeah. money. I, you never know, but I, that's good. Any of the strong hearts. That's right. That's right. Definitely. And move on to the main event. That is for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. That is the cleaner himself, Kenny Omega, defeating uh, the Mexican and Animo, defeating Ray Phoenix. That's right, he's a Don Callis guy because he's your kind of guy. I already know. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, that was another God incredible. amongst insects. God. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you right now, that match was fucking great. It was, uh, I give it five plus beers, man. Five plus beers. Five Cheers plus beers. That. Cheers to that. Man, every time you see these two, in the, these two phenomenal talents going at it with phenomenal. each other. Phenomenal, okay. That word phenomenal, that's kind of a clue of what's going to happen next. Mm, so we don't know yet. We don't know yet. But yes. But seeing these two, oh, every time when they were during their match together, they put a sensational fucking over a 12-pack fucking uh, beers fucking match. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I love it. Um, there's nothing I can say bad about it. I did love how he caught him out of nowhere. And did the double arm DDT. Oh, my God. He caught him, on, caught him in the air. That was incredible how Kenny Omega did that. Then the aftermath, we did see the Good Brothers showing up. First, Moxley, because Moxley went in there uh, to try to save Ray Phoenix um, from Kenny Omega. And, and, again, and then the Good Brothers showed up. You know, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Then, I don't know where we see the Young Bucks showing up. You know, and then we see the varsity. You know, we, see, we saw the talent. Coming in to try to go. Danny Limelight came yeah, in. Yep, Danny Limelight There's our came boy. In. That's our boy. Getting punched by the Good Brothers. That's right. <laughs> getting punched by the Good Brothers. Varsity, you know, the Varsity Blondes. And then from there, that's when we see they were holding. It, it was Luke Gallows, right? They were holding, right? Luke Gallows. Yeah. And then, and then uh, I think we have some Nick Jackson super kicking one of the Varsity Blondes. So are we seeing a heel turn now? Are we we're seeing the Young Bucks going heel? So I'm going to ask you, um, Mr. Money Mike, what are your thoughts about the match and the aftermath of it? Do we see um, uh, Young Bucks going here on this one? Man, applause for Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega. What a match. Uh, it, it, it doesn't happen so often anymore that I go back and rewatch matches, especially right after. Uh, but I enjoyed this match uh, so much. And... It, it just goes to show that the amount of talent uh, that these these two possess. Um, and, uh, man, I, I must say, uh, it did seem that it was a reluctant heel turn by the Bucks. It, they did think about it. So I don't know if that's going to come into play in, in, uh, 
in the next few weeks. Um, and then I like that background by Matt yeah. right there. <laughs> um, Love it. So yeah, it is, it's, it's great. You know, it, it, again, like I said in our, I believe it was our Christmas special that this is going to be a slow burn, you know, right now people have been kind of, it, from what I've seen online have been impatient to see, Oh, well, where, you know, why is it there like a impact uh, takeover or a invasion or anything like that? Like, hold on, hold on. They'll get to it. It's and just, it's coming. It's coming. It's, it's on its way. Here it we go. It's right, to, right behind me. You know, it, it, it has to grow. You have to water the plant to see it grow, right? Yeah. Uh, I, com- I, com- I remember I compared it to, you know, the Marvel movies where, you know, you, first you have one guy crossing over to another movie and then it ends up being this whole huge thing years later, uh, a giant payoff. That's what I'm hoping here. That's what I'm hoping to see. Impact versus AEW versus whatever a proper invasion but what we what we did not see with uh the uh, the alliance and wwf this is how it, it was supposed to go let's just give it time it's only only gonna get bigger i already see it and i cannot wait for hard to kill and uh, mm. when, would, when would you expect to hear that right mm-hmm. yes wow wow touche touche i can't i can't wait Let's see how it goes. I can't wait for Dynamite, you know, mm-hmm. Bucks and Omega versus someone. Uh, and, yeah, so it, it's only going to get better from here. Yeah. Do you agree, Mr. Steamboat? The machine gun. We got the machine gun, Carl Anderson, behind us. And let's not forget, let's give a shout-out to Rewind, Recap, and Relive. He just interviewed this guy right here. That's right. Don Gallows. You could even hear him starting his car up. You know. I up that you can hear that. You can hear that. Um, but I get. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say everything what we spoke about last year, what we saw, what we predicted is coming in fruition. Mm-hmm. And how you know you gotta plant a seed. You gotta plant it first. So you know, like forty year old you know virgin says Rogan. You know, plant the seed. Then you fuck it, but you know, that's, <laughs> <laughs> but that's meaning professional wrestling. Fucking hey, they, they make WWE makes wrestling. Don Callis makes history. Yep, that's right. That Here is, it is right. There it is. Cyrus, Cyrus the virus, the invisible hand, baby, the invisible the, hand, the invisible hand. That's right. Oh, we didn't talk. <laughs> the 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 gorillas of destiny and the iron hand. Oh my god. It's got its own chair on the airplane. Yep. I saw that. <laughs> There's even Tomatonga's even directly referencing it on, on Twitter. You know he, he wasn't really happy though about seeing this. Yeah. I I it's a rib. I think I think it's a rib. Who knows where Jay White could show up or where Kenda could show up. And you know, we we still. I was I had my I I was praying for Kenda to like the second Moxley came out to the ring. I was praying for Kenda to be like, "Hey, it was me. It wasn't Kenny." <laughs> you know, I, that day might happen. You never know. I'm praying for it. So, I'm praying for it. Never, I mean, Kenta lives in Florida, and and let's not forget, Dynamite's going to be in Miami. Yes, which we will get to that on Pro Wrestling News. So I, now that we already jump into that. Let's go ahead and jump into pro wrestling news right quick. I want to go ahead and announce the top free agents of 2021 for this year. Uh, we did mention our boy Danny Limelight. That was another one that we have mentioned. He is a hot free agent. I'll tell you that, ladies and gentlemen. Got his first win on AEW Dark this past week. Congratulations to our brother. And um, I was really happy. I was reading for you, man. I'm glad you got your big break. You deserve it. And I cannot wait to hear the words coming out of you or putting it on Twitter, social media, that you just, that it says, Danny Limelight is all elite. That's what I'm waiting to see. And I hope you get it, brother. And congratulations with that win. Also, congratulations to uh, Leo Rush winning the middleweight championship from MLW as well, defeating the Reed. Um, Good congratulations, Leo Rush. And there's another free agent as well that he's freelancing, is waiting to see who's going to pick him up. We already know that he's not going to WWE. That's already out of the picture. So it's not between AEW, New Japan, or it could be Impact. 
uh, or it could be Ring of Honor or or signed fully with MLW. We don't know that. But the other the names that I want to mention is you still got Davy Boy Smith Jr., who's a free agent. Mm. You have Seeky Dice, former NWA TV weight champion. Uh, he's another one. Seeky Dice is a free agent as well. You have a former member of OVE, that's Jay Christ, Dave Price. Dave Christ, excuse me. So you have him. Also, you have Ethan Page uh, from the north of Impact. Uh, he might be leaving himself soon. He hasn't signed a new, a new deal yet with Impact. Uh, as of right now, with Sammy Callahan resigned. Um, not quite sure about Taya Valkyrie, but there's rumor in your windows that she might be maybe leaving as well. But we already know where her direction is. Could be WWE joining her husband with John Morrison. I see that. I, don't, I'm, I won't be surprised if she goes to NXT. And what she, I, I believe she should be there in NXT. That will, that will give more, add more mission to the spice of what the women's roster in NXT already has. Would be awesome to have her there as well, or in AEW, wherever you know any opportunities are open for Taya Valkyrie. You still got Tessa Blanchard. Uh, we don't even know where they're going to go on the, on this. And then also, you have Daga, her husband. But one person who became a free agent after parting ways was Ring of Honor. And that is a former Bullet Club member himself and a former elite member and a former villain enterprise uh, founder, mm. Marty Scroll. The villain. The villain himself. Now, just to give everyone a, re uh, a refresh cap, the reason why they parted ways from Marty Scroll is the fact that Ever since last year's, with the the movement of the sexual accusations, all of that will caught up to him, because he was he was accused, you know, for a, a sexual assaulting a minor. Uh, and but at the time, this is I don't know how it works in other countries. That I don't even want to know. But it, according to Marty, it was consensual, so he did admit. But this is when he was young, I guess. I don't know how many years apart. But I don't know what's the legal age in the United Kingdom because he's from the United Kingdom, so I don't know. Uh, but because of that reason, Ring of Honor discontinued, you know, did not want to have, have him take over the bookings for Ring of Honor or have any appearances. They took him out of the website. They took him out of everywhere. Um, and then they just started letting let him go. So I want to ask you, uh, Mr. Steamboat, do you see with this allegation still continuing for Marty Scroll? Do you see him going to AEW or do you see him going back to New Japan or do you see him going to NXT? There's, a, there's I'd say anywhere but NXT because the New Japan and AEW has more flexibility. I mean, we saw what happened with, uh, with Will Ospreay. Like so many people are like, hey, had like really bad things to say about him and there's, there's accusations about him and, there's a web of things Will Ospreay's mixed up in, and and you know you 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 like have red eyes and have a what was it that that it's always sunny in Philadelphia meme where your eyes are all red and then it's like you're investigating the crime yourself and you have all like we we can't become those people we can't turn into detectives through it all so I mean at the end of the day it's like Will Ospreay Marty Scurll like Will Ospreay he's he has one of the best. He had one of the best matches in Wrestle Kingdom, and these guys like in Japan, they kind of they're keeping their nose uh, out of Will Osprey's business on the most part. He's not gonna, you know, get so much. So if if I was in Marty Scurll's shoes, I'd go to New Japan just because of like the difference in culture over there and and just how the Japanese are compared to the British or the Americans. In AEW, we're still in the pandemic, so you're generally up front. You know, you're like like most of the guys in the back already know him you know most of the guys already that are going to be there sitting on both those sides of the ring those other wrestlers that are like the audience members already know marty and know how he is and like him and so as long as the pandemic's going on i guess marty scroll could spend some time in AEW. but once those crowds come back we don't know how they're going to react to him you know i mean so that that's the that's the only that's the only thing it, in that situation. But if I was Marty Scurll, I'd go to New, New Japan. That's a good point. I agree with you 100%. Mr. Money Mike, do you agree with that? Or do you see him somewhere else? I mean, I would go with my friends. I would go to AEW, right? Isn't he friends with the, the Bucks and whatnot? All of them. All yeah. of them. Yeah. 
So, you know, why not? Why not go to AEW? It's the hottest thing in wrestling today, as they said. Uh, you know, so um, why not? And he gets to be back on BTE and, and then have fun over there, you know? So He was on an episode of BTE during AEW. He just popped in and was like, hey, guys, can you hear me? It's like, I hear a ghost. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> they had a whole skit with him, too. So, yeah. you know, it, it's... Marty, I like one of my hopes for Marty was he'd come debut on on Dynamite and then become the champion. You know, he's he's who actually he's like the second or third person I wanted to be AEW champion. Like you know, before before all this mix up, you know, before all this mess. So I, I you know, if he does decide to come back, I mean, you know, I hope he hopefully he gets the kind of redemption like Sammy Guevara could get, or you know. The kind of you know, or you know, who knows what what's down the line for somebody like Jimmy Havoc, because he was you know mixed oh, yeah. up and lost off. So who know? And Jimmy Havoc's also really close with Marty too. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, that's the the unfortunate part about these you know situations. Uh, but like we said prior before in our archives that so proven guilty. So you know, we're not taking anybody's side. You know, it's uh, it's it's an unfortunate for them because they can't sign anywhere because of that uh, situation. And oh, like how you said, uh, you made a valid point that we don't even know how the crowd is going to react. And let's say he does go to AEW. How will the crowd react when they see him, you know, when they're back, you know, the live crowd is back and they see him in the ring? How will, how will they react after knowing about all those allegations, all, everything? It's like, um, well, Osprey's had a pretty good response from the crowds in New Japan. So, and the Japanese are generally not very, they're not so, they're not like the Americans where they no. hold up signs and, and do all this other stuff. It's 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 a whole different culture out there than yeah. compared to what we what we go to here in the states. I mean, uh, we have Fifth Amendment rights. They I cannot say they they don't either, but I, I like I said their culture is very different, so I can't really touch of what they go through. So I mean, it's a whole different a different world. But definitely, I'm uh, I do see I do want more to this year, right? I'd rather have him go to New Japan. I think to start fresh again, get his get himself back in the ring again. He hasn't wrestled since damn what March. He hasn't. Uh, he needs to get back in there and. I'd, I'd move to Japan if I was him too. Me too. Know? I would move back to. I would move to Japan and just screw it. He can't go to Impact because his ex girlfriend Diana Peraza is there. He, he can't go there for sure. Um, and I mean AEW, of course. Like with Tony Khan, it all depends if he's going to be flexible about that. You know how he did punish Sammy. He did punish Excalibur. He fired uh, Jimmy Havoc because he didn't want to – he gave him a chance, go to rehab, and he didn't do it. So he fired him. Okay, too bad. And so he let go of Bea Priestley, the girlfriend of Will Ospreay. And Bea Priestley's in New Japan now. Yeah, she's a stardom. Yeah. Yeah, and stardom. Mm -hmm. You know, she's appearing on New Japan. She, she's appearing on Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. So, you know, she's – things turned out in a way a little bit better for her. Yes, in this def situation. So. Definitely. So, I mean, we will have to wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of hot free agents coming up in 2021. And so, we will see where they land. I mean, I'm hoping now, right quick, just name your promotion. Dave Voice Smith Jr., Money Mike, where do you see him? Hmm. If I had to guess, I would go with, with NXT. I feel like the door is more open there for him. You know, if I had to guess. Mr. Steamboat, where do you see David Boy Smith Dream. Going to Singapore Pro Wrestling. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to he's going to Africa, man. He's going he's going, going to, to South Africa. Africa. He's going to Africa. You know, he's going to he's going to CMLL. You know. <laughs> oh, imagine if he does. He's going to CMLL. Yeah. He could. Or even was, yeah. Like we now that we have all the like when I was younger, I didn't even. See, it's, it's, I'm only just learning about these promotions now and, and, you know, knowing more about them and who's in them. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. So it's like, who knows? You could be in, th yeah, Tripla. Like, that would be kind of cool to see. Just a way, way different thing, you know? Have him join Psycho Clown. Yeah, have oh, him yeah, join Psycho Clown. British Psycho <laughs> Clown. British Psycho, little fish and chips, shove it in your face, throw you off, throw you into the table. <laughs> suffocate you with the newspaper it's all greasy oh. <laughs> and then also uh, we did mention AEW's leaving uh, Daly's Palace they will be going to Miami reason why they're doing that is to give everybody a fresh start a fresh fresh new uh, scenery a fresh new environment 
I mean, they've been there for like over what the past year. So they they said it's cold outside too, so there's some complaints. So that, that, yeah, that, that as well because they're trying to avoid people not getting sick. It's the winter time, you know. Yeah. So they're trying to avoid people not getting sick, and so it won't be related to COVID, you know, related issues. You know, it's the difference when you have a flu and a COVID, whole different. But it is flu season. We're in winter time here in California, ladies and gentlemen, who are watching worldwide. And in, in Florida, Cubs. it snows in and Florida. in the United States. Florida, yep, there you go. Florida is right. super cold, so Miami's it's at, always relatively warm down there, and it's going to be an indoor venue, so they got to they got to warm, get a little toasty in there. Mm-hmm. Wait, because I was thinking like, okay, you know, yes, they've been in Jacksonville, uh, so I'm guessing a lot of the pe- same people have been in the crowd through all this time, or you know, maybe ticket sales have kind of not been as great, or maybe or I don't know. Uh, and, you know, going to Miami is a different market, right? It's like six hours away from Jacksonville. New people are going to start going to the shows. However, mm-hmm. it being an indoor venue, that kind of raises that question. Will there be people allowed in? That is an absolutely great question. Get, what New Japan did is like, because in Japan, people to obey the social distancing rules. Americans are a little bit more stubborn. That's but what they get, but what they're going to do, maybe, I think they might just leave a bunch of rows empty just a bunch and just keep the crowds just like way separated and just keep it under, maybe it might only be like 500 or 700 people inside that, that stadium or that indoor, that indoor venue in Miami, maybe five, 600, 700 people. Everybody has to wear a mask and it'll probably be like parties of five and everybody has to be like at least like seven, 10 feet apart, something like that. They're going to do something like that. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. There's still a lot, I mean, a lot, you know, to come this year for them. And also, you know, Royal Rumble, they haven't said anything about there's mixed plans of having fans or not. They're still debatable. Some sources said they're not. Some sources said yes. So we don't even know what's going to be the outcome of that. We have to wait and see on that coming up in a few, you know, in a a couple of weeks, if there will be fans in attendance. Uh, Also as well, wanted to go ahead and mention as well, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that tomorrow is – the uh, Impact Wrestling, and that is Genesis uh, for the Super X Cup division. Looking forward to seeing that. That's going to be great. You have Ace Austin versus Suicide, uh, Davari versus Cousin Jake, Crazy Steve versus uh, Trey Lamar. You have Casey Navarro versus Christian Blake. And also you have Jordan Grace versus Jazz, her tag team partner that they lost in the tournament for the Impact Women's um, Tag Team Championship, uh, which we will d- discuss that next week. Of who made it to the finals, and you know our our thoughts of who's gonna win the whole the whole tournament for the women's Impact Tag Team Champions, and also you're gonna have Willie Mack versus Moose. So I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup as well. Their feud has been developing very well. We need that those AEW women. I mean, we need those Impact Women's Tag Team titles defended on AEW because there's you once know, again, you're 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 pretty much saying the words out of our mouth. Preach it. Yeah, there's no. I mean. AEW doesn't have a women's tag team division right now. No tag team titles. They had trophies, but no titles. Why would you do a trophy and no belts? You never know. You might see the winner, whoever wins those tag belts, will face Diamante and Ibelis. Yes, we need that. You never know. See, female tag teams, but no tag belts? Like, how? what's going on, guys? What's up with that? What's What's up up with that? that? We need Show you right. Show you right. Show you right. That's right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after these matches from our sponsors. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to go ahead and discuss NXT, New Year's Evil. We'll go ahead and talk about that, where, what we thought about it. And, of course, uh, the Legends Night. <laughs> 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 There's not much to say about it, but I wanted to talk about NXT because that's the one I want to talk about. But So we'll be right back with our sponsors, and don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. store for all your wrestling merchandise needs. We have action figures, we have t-shirts, we have the ceiling of fame. Go see it for yourself. Come down here. Hello everybody and welcome to the Championship Wrestling official YouTube channel. I'm Maria. And I'm Dustin. Thanks for joining us. We have so much great wrestling action 
just for you. Click the playlist tab and you'll find superstar playlists from many of your favorite wrestlers like Heather Monroe, Danny Limelight, Tyler Rust, and so many more. And don't forget about our feature matches playlist that's updated each week with brand new matches and some of your favorites from the history of the United Wrestling Network. Plus, check out our YouTube exclusives like our year-end review featuring the best matches and wildest moments of 2020. And of course, our Championship Wrestling Award show featuring the very best of 2020. And if that's not enough, tune in to Championship Wrestling Podcast every Monday at noon and a brand new episode of Championship Wrestling every Saturday at noon. It's all right here on our official YouTube channel. And don't forget, take that subscribe button to Slap City. Oh, yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to part one of episode 36. So don't forget to go ahead and tune in to part two within the next hour. So, you know, you'll see that notification, bing! Another one, part two of episode 36 of Circle Debate Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed our, our sponsors as well. Don't forget to tune in to watch Championship Wrestling uh, from Memphis every Saturday at noon Central Time. Don't forget to tune in every Saturday. And also you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. The whole description will be down below. And also at the Wrestling Guys store, don't forget to shop there to our SoCal natives. All the descriptions are, are below. So don't forget to watch part two right now in, in one hour. So make sure you subscribe and you are subscribed and get that notification button to bing. So make sure you enjoy part two. What we're going to do spinning the wheel of our top five. So make sure to you have to see that you do not want to miss it. So stay tuned.